Praise the Lord, everyone. Hello, hello. This is Minister McMillan. Praise God. Let's give God some praise this morning. Father, we give you the praise and the honor and the glory. We thank you, Almighty God, for waking us today. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for this word that you've placed before us. And we ask, Heavenly Father, that you guide us in this word today and help us to understand this word and utilize this word in our lives, Father, today and every day. And to be a help to someone, Father. Let us be a beacon in someone else's life as well. Let them learn from our example, Lord. Father, we thank you, Almighty God, for this word and the opportunity to read this word. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Amen. Okay, we're going to get right into the word today. Uh, this is Laminations of Jeremiah, and this is chapter 3, verse 1. I am the man that have seen affliction by the rod of his wrath, and he hath led me and brought me into darkness, but not into light. Surely against me is he turned. He turneth his hand against me all the day. My flesh and my skin have he made old. He hath broken my bones. He hath built against me and compassed me with gall and travail. He hath set me in dark places as they that be dead of old. He hath hinged me about and I cannot get out. He hath made my chain heavy. Also when I cry and shout, he, sh he shutteth out my prayer. He hath enclosed my ways with hewed stone, and he hath made my path crooked. He was unto me as a bear lying in wait, and as a lion in secret places. He hath turned aside my ways and pulled me in pieces. He hath made me desolate. He hath bent his bow and set me as a mark for the arrow. He had caused the arrow of his quiver to enter into my reins. I was a derision to all my people, and they sang all the day. And he had filled me with bitterness. He had made me drunken with with wormwood. He have also broken my teeth with gravel stones. He has covered me with ashes, and thou hast removed my soul afar off from, from peace. I forgot prosperity, and I said, My strength and my hope is perished from the Lord. Remembering my affliction and my misery, the wormwood and the gall, my soul hath them still in remembrance, and humbleth in me. This I recall to my mind, therefore have I hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassion fail not. They are new every morning, great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul. 
therefore will I hope in him. The Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke in his youth. He sitteth alone and keepeth silent, because he hath borne it upon him. He putteth his mouth in dust, if so be there may be hope. He giveth his cheek to him that smiteth him. He is filled with reproach, for the Lord will not chast off forever. But though he cause grief, yet will he have compassion according to the multitudes of his mercy. For he doeth not afflict willingly, nor grieve the children of men, to crush under his feet all the prisoners of the earth, to turn aside the right of a man before the face of Most High, to subvert a man in his cause, the Lord approaches not. Who is he that saith, and it cometh to pass, when the Lord commandeth it not? Out of the mouth of the Most High proceedeth not evil and good. Wherefore doeth a living man explain a man for the punishment of his sins? Let us search and try our ways and turn again to the Lord. Let us lift up our hearts with our hands unto God in the heavens. We have transgressed and have rebelled, and thou hast not pardoned. Thou hast covered with anger and prosecuted us. Thou hast slain, thou hast not, thou hast not pitied. Thou hast covered thyself with a cloud that our prayer should not pass through. Thou hast ruled us as the off-scoring and refused in the midst of the people. All our enemies have opened their mouths against us. Fear and a snare has come upon us, desolation and destruction. My eyes runneth down with rivers of water for the desolation of the daughter of my people. My eyes tickleth down, trickleth down, and ceaseth not without any intermission till the Lord looked down and behold the heavens. My eyes affixeth my heart because of all the daughters of my city. My enemies chases me sore like a bird and without cause. They have cut off my life in the dungeon and cast a stone upon me. Waters flow over my head. Then I said, I am cut off. I call unto thy name, O Lord, out of the low dungeon, that thou heard my voice. Hide not, hide not thine eyes at my, at my breathing, at my cry. Thou drawest near. Thou drawest near in the day that I call upon thee. Thou saidest, Fear not, O Lord, thou hast plagued the cause of my soul, and thou hast redeemed my life. 
O Lord, thou hast seen my wrong. Judge thou my cause. Thou hast seen all their vengeance and all their lamentations against me. Thou hast heard their reproach, O Lord, and all their imaginations against me. The lips of those that rose up against me and their devices against me all the day. Behold, they're sitting down and they're rising up. I am there. I am their mystic music. Render unto them a recompense, O Lord, according to the work of their hands. Give them sorrow of heart, thy curse unto them. Persecute and destroy them in anger, for under the heavens of the Lord. From under the heavens of the Lord. Chapter 4. How is the gold become dim? How is the most fine gold change? The stone of the sanctuary be poured out in the in the top, and every out and atop of every street. The precious son of Zion, comparable to fine gold, how are they esteemed as earthen pitched pitchers? That work of the hands of the potter. Even the sea monsters draw out the beasts, and they give suck to their young ones. The daughters of my people is become cruel like the ostriches in the wilderness. The tongue of the suckling child cleaved to the roof of his mouth for thirst. The young children ask bread, and no man bringeth it unto them. They that did feed delicately are desolate in the streets. <clears throat> they are that were brought up in scarlet, embraced dunghills. For the punishment of the iniquity of the daughters of my people is greater than the punishment of the sin of Sodom, of Sodom that was overthrown as in a moment, and no hand stayed on her. Her Nazarites were purer than snow, and they were whiter than milk, and they were more ruddy in body than rubies. Their polish was a sapphire. Their vestige is blackened than a gold, and they are not known in the streets. Their skin cleaved to their bones. It is withered, it is become like a stick. And they that be slain, they that be slain with the sword, are better than they that be slain with hunger. For these pine away, stricken through, for want of fruit of the field. The hands of the pitiful women have stolen their own children. Have, <clears throat> excuse me. Have sodden their own children. Mm. They were their meat in destruction of the daughters of my people. The Lord have accomplished this fury. He have poured out his furious anger and have kindled a fire in Zion, and it have devoured the foundations thereof. The kings of the earth and all the inhabitants of the world would not have believed that the adversary and an enemy should have entered into the gates of Jerusalem. 
for the sins of her prophets and the iniquities of her priests, and have shed the blood of the just in the midst of her. They have wandered as blind men in the streets, and they have polluted themselves with blood so that the men could not touch their garments. They cried unto them, Depart ye, it is unclean, depart, depart, touch not. When they fled away and wandered, they said among the they said they said among the heathen, they shall no more sojourn there. The anger of the Lord have divided them, and he will no more regard them. They they disrespect not the per the person of the priest, they favored not the elders. As for us, our eyes as yet fail for our vain help. In our watching, we have watched for a nation that could not save us. They hunt our steps that we cannot go in our streets. Our end is near, our days are fulfilled for our end is come. Our persecutors are swift. Our persecutors are swifter than eagles of the heavens, and they pursue us upon the mountains. They lay waste for us in the wilderness. The breath of my nostrils, the anointing of the Lord, was taken in their pits, of whom we said, Under his shadows we shall live among the heathen. Rejoice and be glad, O daughter of Eden, that dwelleth in the land of Uz. The cup also passed through unto thee. Thou shalt be drunken and shall make thyself naked. The punishment of thy inequities is accomplished, O daughter of Zion. He will no more carry thee away into captivity. He will visit thine inequities, O daughter of Eden, and he will discover thy sins. Verse, <clears throat> chapter 5, verse 1. Remember, O Lord, what is come unto us, consider, and behold our reproach. Our inheritance is turned to strangers, our houses to aliens, and we are orphans and fatherless. Our mothers are as widows. We have drunken our water for money. Our wood is sold into us. Our necks are under persecution. We labor and have no rest. We have given the hand to the Egyptians and to the Assyrians and to satisfy with bread. Our fathers have sins and are not, and we have borne their we have borne their iniquities. Servants have ruled over us, and there is none that do deliver us out of their hands. We gant our bread with the peril of our lives because of the sword of wickedness. Our skin 
was black like an oven because of the terrible famine. They ravished the women in Zion and the maids in the city of Judah. They took the young men to, gir- to grind and the children fell under the wood. The elders have ceased from the gates and the young men from their music. The joy of our heart is ceased. Our dancing is turned into mourning. Crown is fallen from our heads. Woe unto us that we have sinned. For this our heart is faint. For these things our eyes are dim. Because of the mountain of Zion, there's desolate and foxes walk upon it. Though, O Lord, remainest forever, thou thy throne for generation to generation. Wherefore doest thou forget us forever and forsake us so long time? Turn thou us unto thee, O Lord, and we shall be turned, renewed our days as of old. But thou hast utterly rejected us, and thou art very wroth against us. And that is the end of Laminations of Jeremiah. We are now going to be entering in to the prophet of Ezekiel. Okay. Now it came to pass in the thirteenth year in the fourth month, in the fifth day of the month, as I was among the captives by the river of Chelbar, that the heavens were open, and I saw visions of God. In the fifth day of the month, which was the fifth year of King Jehoiakim's, Jehoiakim's captivity, the word of the Lord came expressively unto Ezekiel the priest, the son of Buzi, in the land of Chaldeans by the river Chiba, and the land of the Lord, and the hand of the Lord was there upon him. And I looked, and behold, a whirlwind came out of the north, a great cloud, and a fire enfolding inside, and a brightness was about it. And out of the midst thereof, as the color of amber, out of the midst of the fire, also out of the midst thereof came the likeness of four living creatures, and this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man, and every one had four faces, and every one had four wings, and their feet were straight feet, and the soles of their feet was like the soles of calf's feet. And they sprinkled like the color of burnished brass. They sparkled like the color of burnt brass. 
and they had the hands of a man under their wings on their four sides. And they four had their faces and their wings. Their wings were joined one to another. They turned not when they went. They went every one straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, they four had the face of a man and the face of a lion on the right side. And they had four, and they four had the face of an ox on the left side. They four also had the face of an eagle. Thus were their faces and their wings were stretched upward towards, upward, upward, excuse me. Two wings of every one were joined one to another. And two covered their bodies. And they went every one straight forward, whether the spirit was to go. They went, and they turned not when they went. As for the likeness of the living creature, their appearances was like burning coals of fire and like the appearance of lamps. It went up and down among the living creatures and the fire was bright and out and out of the fire went went forth lighting. Okay, let's return to um, chapter, uh, verse 4, I'm sorry. And I looked and behold, a, a whirlwind came out of the north, a great cloud and a fire enfolding itself. And a brightness was about it, and out of the midst thereof, as the color of amber, out of the midst of fire. Now, when you read this verse, I want to go back over this quickly. Uh, you, you can literally see the heavens and the brightness thereof. Think back during the time when Moses... Uh, no, not, not Moses, Abraham, was traveling in the wilderness with the congregation. They had the cloud, the pillar by day, and they had the cloud of fire by night. And this is like a, a similitude to that. The brightness, the cloud, the color, the fire, uh, the amber color, okay? All right. Uh, let's go back to where we were. 
All right. Uh, uh, verse 13. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire and like the appearance of lamps. It came up and down among the living creatures and the fire was bright and out of the fire went forth lightning. And the living creatures ran and returned as the appearance of a flash of lightning. Now as I beheld the living creatures, behold, one wheel upon the earth by the living creatures with his four faces. Now I want to go back up again just for a second to 14. It says, And the living creatures ran and returned as the appearance of flash of lightning. Imagine a flash of lightning is so fast, it's quick. It's like, you know, and it's done. So they were moving as you will, at lightning speed. Okay? This is what he was saying. Um, Now as I behold the living creatures, behold one wheel upon the earth by the living creatures with his four faces. The appearance of the wheel and their work was like unto the color of a burl. And they four had one likeness, and the appearance and their work was as it were a wheel in the middle of a wheel. When they went, they went up their four sides, and they turned not when they went. As for their rings, they were so high that they were dreadful, and their rings were full of eyes round about them. And when the living creatures went, the wheels went by them. And when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up. Whatsoever the spirit was to go, they went. Thither was their spirit to go. And the wheels were lifted up over against them. For the spirit of the living creature was in the wheels. When those went, these went. And when those stood, these stood. When were lifted up from the earth, 
the wheels were lifted up over against them. For the spirit of the living creature was in the wheels. So the whole thing was a lie. <laughs> and, the live, and the likeness of the filament upon the heads of the living creature was as the color of the terrible crystal stretched forth over their heads above. And under the filament were their wings straight, the one towards the other. Every one had two, which covered one, which covered on this side, and every one had two, which covered on that side of their bodies. And when they went, I heard the noise of their wings, like the noise of great waters, as the voice of the Almighty, the voice of speech, as the noise of host, as the noise of a host, sorry. When they stood, they let down their wings. And there was a voice from the filament that was over their heads. When they stood and had let down their wings. And above the filament that was above their heads was the likeness of a throne as the appearance of a sapphire stone. And upon the likeness of the throne was the likeness as the appearance of a man above unto it. Okay? Now, let's, let's reread that and really get a close, a close understanding of what he saw. So that we will understand, perhaps, what the kingdom and those belonging to the kingdom appear and look like in the power that they behold. Okay? Let's go over this very slowly. All right, let's start at... Okay, let's start at four. And I looked and beheld a whirlwind came out of the north. A great cloud, a fire enfolding itself, and a brightness was about it. And out of the midst thereof, as the color of amber, out of the midst of the fire. Now just pause for a second and think about that. You have a cloud with brightness around it, and it's enfolded with fire. And the color in the middle is amber. And out of the midst of that amber color, you see the fire. That's a frightening thought. 
Okay, also out of the midst thereof came the likeness of four living creatures. Now it says also out of the midst thereof. So out of the fire came the likeness of the four living creatures. And this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. Okay. And everyone had four faces. So it's four living creatures, right? With four faces. One looking like a man. Okay. And everyone had four wings. And their feet were straight feet, and their soles of their feet was like the sole of a calf's foot. Now, have you ever looked at the calf's foot? Calf's foot is uh, flat but furry, with uh, furry but with uh, how do you pronounce it? Um. Like tough skin under the bottom. Yeah. So you know those feet that the uh, creatures are using, are they're made specifically for like landing gear, like, like a plane would land. They have to be tough and strong, sturdy enough to handle any kind of ground. Rocky, smooth, okay? All right. Um, and there, and they sparkled like the color of burnished brass. Uh, burnished brass, like a a a, a burnt-looking brass. Uh, not brown, and not goldy brown. Goldy brown, black, more like that. And they had the hands of a man under their wings. Now, they had, they, and they had the hands of a man under their wings. So they had a man's hands. And their four sides. And... They four had their faces and their wings. So on each side, there was a different face and wings. They turned not when they went. They went every one straight forward. As for the likeness of their faces, they four, the four of them, had the faces of a man and the face of a lion on the right side. And the four had the face of an ox on the left side. 
They four also had the face of an eagle. So you had an ox and an eagle on one side and the face of a, of a man and a lion on the other two sides. Okay? <clears throat> Thus were their faces and their wings were stretched upward. Two wings of every one were joined one to another. Okay, so you have, so let's, let's count that. Thus were the faces and their wings which stretched upward, okay? Two wings of every one. So there's four of them, and each one had two wings apiece. Okay? And they went every one straight forward. Whether the spirit was to go up, they went, and they turned not when they went up. Now, they also said in 11, everyone was joined together. So the wings were joined together. And then there was two that covered their bodies. Okay. That, that's really something to look at. All right, let's go down to 13. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like the burning coals of fire. So they were dark looking. And like the appearance of lamps. So they were dark and light. It went up and down among the living creatures, and the fire was bright. And out of the fire went forth lightning. And the living creatures ran and returned as appearance of flashing light. Now, as I beheld the living creatures, behold, one wheel upon the earth by the living creatures with his four faces. Now, they had wheels. The appearance of the wheels and their work was like unto the color of a braille. And they, and they four had one likeness, and the appearance and their work was as it was, or as it were, a wheel in the middle of a wheel. So, it was a wheel in the middle of the wheel turning around and around and around and around and around. When they went, they went upon their four sides, and they turned not when they went. For as, no, uh, 18, as for their rings, they were as high that they were dreadful. So the rings on the wheels <coughs> were, 
were very high and their rings were full of eyes. Interesting. And when the living creatures went, the wheels went by them. And when the living creatures were filled up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up. Wheresoever the spirit would go, they went thither. Was their spirit to go? And the wheels were lifted up over against them. So the wheels would come completely up over their heads. When those went, these went. And when those stood, they stood. Okay. And were lifted up from the earth. The wheels were lifted up above against them, for the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. Okay? The spirit was inside the wheels, and the entire thing was living. And the likeness of the filament upon the heads of the living creatures was as the color of terrible crystal stretched forth over their heads above. So even the movement of them moving around made the filament entirely different. Um, normally the filament is, is sky blue, you know, because we have the, we have the uh, clouds, right? You look up in the filament, it's blue. It's got blue sky or gray sky and you got clouds. But in this case, the filament over their heads, right? The filament over their heads was like crystal color, a terrible crystal color, as they put it. And under the filament where their wings straight the one towards the other, every one had two, which covered on this side, and every one had two, which covered on the other side of the body. Okay, we, we talked about the wings before. Now, 24, and when they went, I heard the noise of their wings, like the noise of great waters, as the voice of the Almighty, and the voice of speech, as the noise of a host. When they stood, they let down their wings. Okay? So, who were they taking their orders from? Lord God Almighty. <laughs> okay? The booming voice that he heard, where was it coming from? It was coming from above, from the Lord. And there was a voice from the filament that was over their heads when they stood and had let down their wings. And above the filament that was above their heads was the likeness of a throne. You see? And that makes you think what? That these wheels are carrying the throne of the Almighty, 
they are part of the structure of the throne. Well, let's see. Sounds like that. And I saw as the color of amber, as the appearance of fire round about within it, from the appearance of his loin, even upward, and from the appearance of his loin, even downward, I saw as it were the appearance of fire, and it had brightness round about, as the appearance of the bow, that is in the cloud in the day of rain, so was the appearance of the brightness round about. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord. And when I saw it, I fell upon my face, and I heard a voice of one that spanked. Okay? All right. Let's move on to chapter 2. And he said unto me, Son of man, stand upon thy feet, and I will speak unto thee. And the Spirit entered into me when he spanked unto me and set me upon my feet that I heard him that spanked unto me. And he said unto me, Son of man, I send thee to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation that have rebelled against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me, even until this very day. For they are impudent children and stiff-necked. I do send thee unto them, and thou shalt say unto them, Thus says the Lord God. Now, there you go. So this is what he was seeing. He was seeing the heaven come unto him and the Lord coming to him to speak to him. <clears throat> okay. And, and they, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear, for they are rebellious house. Yet shall know that there hath been a prophet among them. And thus, son of man, be not afraid of them, neither be afraid of their words. Though bearers and thorns be with thee, and thou doest dwell amongst scorpions. Be not afraid of their words, nor be dismayed at their looks, though they be a rebellious house. And thou shalt speak my words unto them, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear. For they are most rebellious. But thou, son of man, hear what I say unto thee. Be not thou rebellious like the rebellious house. Open thy mouth and eat that I give thee. And when I look, behold, a hand was set unto me. 
And lo, a roll of a book was therein. And he, and he spread it before me, and it was written within and without. And there was writing therein lamentations and mourning and woe. Wow. All right, I think we have time for another chapter. So let's move on to chapter 3. Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, eat that thou findest. Eat this roll and go spank unto the house of Israel. So I opened my mouth and he caused me to eat that roll. And he said unto me, Son of man, cause thy belly to eat, and fill thy bowels with the roll that I gave thee. Then did I eat it, and it was in my mouth as honey for sweetness. And he said unto me, Son of man, go get thee unto the house of Israel, and spank with my words unto them. For thou art not sent to a people of a strange speech and of a hard language, but to the house of Israel, not to the many people of a strange speech and of a hard language, whose words thou canst not understand. Surely, had I sent thee to them, they, they would have hearkened unto thee. But the house of Israel will not hearken unto thee, for they will not hearken unto me. For all the house of Israel are impudent, are impudent and hard-hearted. Now, let's think about the house of Israel today. Are they still this way? You bet. You bet. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, let's move on. Behold, I have made thy face strong against their faces, and they for, for his for head strong against their foreheads. As an adamant harder than flint have I made their foreheads. Fear them not. <laughs> Neither be dismayed at their looks. Though they be a rebellious rub though they be a rebel rebellious house Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto thee, receive in thy heart and hear with thine ears. And go get thee to them of the captive unto the children of thy people, and speak unto them and tell them, Thus saith the Lord God, whether they will hear or whether they will forbear. Then the Spirit took me up, and I heard behind me a voice of a great rushing, saying, 
Blessed be the glory of the Lord for his place. I heard also the noise of the wings of the living creatures that touch one another and the noise of the wheels over against them and a noise of a great rushing. So the Spirit lifted me up and took me away, and I went in bitterness in the heat of my spirit. But the hand of the Lord was strong upon me. Then I came, then I came to them of the captivity at Tel Aviv that dwelt by the river of, Ch- of Chalbar. And I sat, and I sat where they sat, and remained there astonished among them seven days. And it came to pass at the end of seven days that the word of God came unto me, saying, The Son of Man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the word of my mouth and give them warning for me. When I say unto the wicked, Thou shalt die, and thou thou givest him not warning, nor speakest to warn the wicked for his wicked ways to save him. Mm. Okay, to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, but his blood will I require at thy hands. Yet if thou warn the wicked, and he turns not from his wickedness, nor from his wicked ways, he shall die in his iniquity, but thou hast delivered thy soul. And this holds true to today. (laughs) If you see someone that's doing something wrong, and you're right there and you don't say nothing to them, we'll be unto you because you're pulling that on to yourself. You're supposed to open your mouth and let them know, hey, that's not right. That's wrong. You're doing that wrong. That's not acceptable. That is not under the laws of this world. Okay? Now, not the laws of man, but the laws of this world. Okay, we're going to stop here today at 19 on Ezekiel chapter 3. And um, we'll come back to this tomorrow. Um. We're going to take this chapter uh, pretty slowly. We might even read back like we did a few minutes ago. Because, um, like I said earlier, the prophets, all of them, um, they all had visions. Uh, They all saw and talked to the Lord. And these are important visions and talk 
facts, and we really want to get a close understanding and a really good look at what they were hearing and what they were seeing. Because, after all, some of these are seen even to today, and I can testify to that myself. Okay, this is Minister McMillan, and thank you for joining our program today. Um, please feel free to support us or to donate to us. There's a button below. We appreciate your donations and your sponsorships. Uh, for those of you who like to contact us, uh, macmillan75gmail.com is my email and anchor fm right slash linda dash macmillan nine is our uh, our anchor, uh, which you can connect us that way. Okay, um, everyone, enjoy your evening. God bless and good night.